follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Everybody is entitled to their 15 minutes of fame. Now you'll get to hear some of those people share their wisdom and insight on the fame game on Voice America Kids. Now, here's your host, Maddie Rose. Welcome, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm your host, Maddie Rose, and today we have a very special guest. Her name is Felicia Ramiro. I'm sure you've heard of that name before, but Felicia, thank you so much for joining me today. It's such a pleasure to have you. Yes, thank you so much for having me, Maddie. Oh my gosh, this is awesome. Oh, well, thank you. Well, I've been working with Felicia uh, for a little while now. I've actually known you for quite a while, too, and um, she's helping me prepare for my upcoming pageant, and it's just been such a wonderful experience to work with you, and Mm -hmm. It's so motivating to see how many people that you're helping and what you're doing for everybody. Uh, So I guess with that, tell me a little bit about kind of what you do and what you're passionate about. Oh, gosh. Well, I'm truly living my passion right now. It's one of those true stories where, you know, your passion leads to your purpose. You know, so I wake up every morning doing exactly what I want to be doing with my life. Um, So I've been a fitness trainer for about 12 years. Um, You know, I have my own gym, which you come to, Felicia Romero's Fit Method. It's out in Gilbert. Um, But, you know, I wasn't an easy road to get here because I was studying law. So... I um, went to ASU, and I've always been super active, so I played softball for ASU, and I was on um, scholarship, and I I love sports, love being active, um, but I was actually studying law, so I took my LSAT for law school, and I got my bachelor's in Bachelor uh, of Science in, in Political Science, and my mom was always just kind of pushing me to be a lawyer. <laughs> and I knew in my heart that's not what I wanted, although I didn't like letting my family down because I felt like this pressure on top of me. But I sort of hit that point in my life where I, I could choose t- – there's two roads. You know, I can go and and go and follow what I'm really passionate about or go the other route, um, you know, and make my mom happy. And it's like, you know what? I got to just do this for me. So didn't go to law school, did take my, my LSAT um, and chose the fitness road, got my master's in exercise science. I opened up my first gym when I was 21. Um, now, fast forward to now, I'm 33. I, um, I've opened up three businesses since then. I've sold the previous two, and now I have Just Felicia Romero's Fit Method, which I'm hoping to open up more locations. Um, I spoke all around the world as a motivational speaker with the most recent in the Philippines. Um, I launched my own DVD, so I spoke to about 50,000 people at the Philippine arena, um, which is the largest crowd that I've ever spoken at. Um, I've had regular stints on CBS, Fox, NBC. Um, I used to have a segment on Fox called Felicia Romero's Fit Tips of the Week. Um, you know, and, and I've, I've worked with celebrities. I've worked with pageants. I've worked with con- uh, competitors of, of all ages and sizes. I'm, I'm actually a youth ambassador as well. So I've spoke all around the uh, Arizona to high schools talking to kids about loving themselves and being healthy and treating your body with respect and care, which is what I try to translate to my clients. So yeah, it's just been a whirlwind, but a true story of a passion leading to your purpose in life. And that's what I'm living every day. I think that's so wonderful, too. And it's a great lesson to point out to people because, like you said, so many people feel the pressure of what everybody else wants you to be, or maybe like, oh, maybe I should go with what my friends are doing. But truly, it, it comes down to you, what Mm -hmm. you want to do, what you feel good about doing. And like you said, you have to find something where you can wake up every morning and just love what you do. It's not work then. No, no, it's it's not work. And you're not dreading, you know, you're like, oh, I hate Mondays. No, Monday's just another day. You got to love Mondays because if you're doing what you love and you enjoy what you're doing, you're going to, you're, you're going to, you know, you're going to have fun waking up and have fun going to work. And, you know, it's truly living my passion each day. Absolutely. Well, you've done so many great things. And I'm curious for everybody to hear about you and competing Mm because you've also been on that spectrum. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's such a wonderful place to be in, too, because you truly know what you know, your clients are going through when they're training for a competition. Whereas, you know, it's great for somebody to have a lot of experience in Mm -hmm. fitness, but you know firsthand Mm because you've actually been there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I did. I competed for nine years. So I was a pro um, IFBB figure competitor. So uh, it's a form of a federation. So you think of like um, Arnold Schwarzenegger in the Olympia. That's kind of what I competed in. So um, I competed in the Olympia seven years in a row, and that is kind of like the Super Bowl of what I do. So it's kind of like uh, 
beauty pageant meets muscle. Yes. Um, <laughs> having to walk on stage with your heels and, you know, have a, like a little routine and, and hold yourself in a certain way, but also be really lean and tight. And um, so, yeah, that was a whirlwind. I did that for nine years. I competed and it was amazing. It opened up so many doors for me. Um, I've been on uh, seven magazine covers, national magazine covers, including Oxygen Magazine, Flex Magazine. And um, I, I got to really set a goal. The nice thing about competing is you set a goal, as you know, you getting ready for your pageant and following through with that. But also when you're on stage, as you know, it's so exhilarating. It's so mm-hmm. fun. And it's just like this adrenaline rush, you know. And some people, they do it once and they're like, okay, that's good. I don't need to be on stage anymore. And then some people get on stage and it just, they're hooked and they love it. They love the feeling. They love the goals, um, the way it makes you feel. And it's just, it's such an amazing feeling. And, it's, and I was, gosh, and when I was in elementary school and junior high, no one would have ever thought that I would be doing what I'm doing now because I was so shy. Aww. And I was like the person, I, I was like, put my head down. I didn't want the teacher to call on me. Um, I just, I didn't like speaking in front of anybody. And so to get on stage in front of 50,000 people and speak or to walk on stage at the Olympia, um, it was, a, it's literally like stepping out of your comfort zone, you know, I'm mm-hmm. kind of like you with your pageants, you have to perform and you have to speak in a certain way and be very professional and proper. And that's not really easy. It's not, you know, especially if you're really nervous and have to work through those nerves. So it's really, truly living out of your comfort zone. So I enjoyed it at the time that I did it. That's wonderful. But you're so right, though. It takes a lot of preparation and, mm-hmm. and everybody starts from somewhere. That's the thing, you know, when people are like, oh, you're so good at it. You know, you've done so many yeah. great things with it. It's like, I did start from the bottom at one point, I'm sure, you know, you had to learn your way around fitness competitions as Mm -hmm. well, because like you said, there's a certain way to speak and a certain way to walk and a certain way to present yourself. And, you know, oh, maybe this looks better than Mm -hmm. this clothing. And it's just, Mm -hmm. it's all a learning process. It definitely wasn't something I was, quote unquote, born into. It's something that you just decided one day that you wanted to do. You decided to put the effort into it. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Mm -hmm. stuff happened. Absolutely. It's such a great discipline. So you following through with this and really testing your your self-control, your discipline, your focus, your drive, that I think translates into everything in life. So whatever you plan on doing the rest of your life, like following a meal plan and sticking to going to the gym and having a goal and finishing it translates to my profession and following through with the business plan, opening up a gym. It can translate into so many wonderful things in your life. And I think it teaches a lot of great skill to be able to do that. Um, So, you know, your pageant or me competing, it sort of set the foundation for the rest of my life, you know, so it was really, it was really a great experience. That's wonderful. What would you say from competing was your favorite part of it all? Oh, gosh. Well, definitely not the diet. Not the diet because we all love pizza and donuts. <laughs> definitely like, not the diet. <laughs> um, honestly, it was the the relationships you build with others, the other girls, because, um, you know, you're all going through the same things and you build some really positive friendships. I think the having the drive and the goal and the the self-reward to follow through and then you see all your hard work and you walk on stage, you're like, man, I worked really hard for – not very long on stage. Like you're two up minutes. there like two <laughs> minutes and you're working for months, but it's so rewarding because you follow through with it and to see all your hard work be um, exhibited, it's just an amazing feeling. So that is so rewarding. And I think that's what really kept me going for so long. And, you know, I loved it. It's so true. And then you just, you just feel so successful at the end because you're like, mm-hmm. I did this and mm-hmm. I did this for myself. Mm-hmm. And, and you're right. It is so yeah. rewarding. And absolutely. It's like one of those things, even though you're competing against others, it really, it's very subjective. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. You can have 10 beautiful women up there and they could they could all be outstanding. And there's only going to be one winner that day. But you're all winners because you literally, the only competition you have is the person that you, are, you look at in the mirror every single day. Because we can either make our experience miserable or we can make it amazing. And even though it is subjective and you are being judged against others, I really truly feel like, ourselves are our biggest competition. So, um, and that's why it's so hard. You got to have a thick skin, especially when you're going against and you're being competed and being judged with against, you know, others with body and the way you present yourself and your look. And that's not easy, you know, so you have to really know yourself and have that confidence in yourself to say, you know what, I love myself no matter what the outcome is. You know, I enjoyed myself. I 
I'm very rewarded with the way that I feel stepping on stage. And, and that has to be your goal and your focus. And you're so right with that. I completely agree. It's just when you look in the mirror, you have to be happy Mm -hmm. with what you see. Mm -hmm. And if you're not, then it maybe it'll be a little bit more training for you or maybe you need to adjust your diet. You just have to find little Mm -hmm. things here and there. Mm -hmm. But I've heard that so many times, like your competition is yourself. But Mm -hmm. it's so true. It's it's a confidence factor. Yeah, it really is. Mm -hmm. Because not everyone's going to win that day, you know, so if you get everything you can from it and you enjoy the experience, that's why I always say. Even though the destination is, is important, the journey is so much more important. You've got to have fun with it. The moment you stop having fun or the moment you start getting so overwhelmed in what you're doing and you cause yourself a lot of heartache and pain and self-doubt, and we all go through self-doubt because we're all human, but the moment's not fun anymore. There's no point. You know, you got to have fun with it and you got to love yourself in the process. For sure. And kind of taking a step back, um, how old were you when you started these fitness competitions and what truly sparked your interest? Because I know you said you kind of had a different beginning, you know, doing law school Mm -hmm. and political science and and all of that. But then you truly found your purpose. Yeah, right. Well, I actually started training people prior to competing. um, But I started competing when I was 22. So I saw like a sign in the gym. And I'm one of those like if I see something and I put my mind to it, I'm like, I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. I follow through (laughs) and I do it even though Many times during it, I wanted to quit because, again, we're all human. And I'm like, oh, man, I don't know if I can continue this diet and this is so hard. And do I look – we get the self-doubt. Do I look okay? Am I going to do well? And um, But I did it and I was like, oh, my gosh, I love this. But I would say I was, I was 22 when I started and I competed for nine straight years. So um, – and that's a long time to compete, you know. So most people compete about, let's say, five years, five or six years, and then they're like, okay, I'm, I'm done. But I did, I did nine years, and um, I'm very grateful for it, but I definitely don't want to compete again. <laughs> I love helping others, though. I just don't ever want to do it again. You had your time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's good. Well, that's that's a great thing to do, though. At least mm-hmm. you had those nine years to mm-hmm. compete and do your time on stage. And now it's kind of like your mission and goal to help others who want to achieve that right. same thing go out and, you know, achieve right. just as much as you did. Right. And Absolutely. You, you're actually working with some people mm-hmm. and some young, younger people, too. Yeah. I met one girl that was actually competing for a future competition. And I just thought that was so wonderful that yeah. they're starting to get involved and engaged in all of that. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just again, stepping over that mindset of like, oh, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. You can. It it might take a little bit more time depending on everybody's, you know, level Mm -hmm. of experience, but it's doable. Yeah. Anything is possible. You set your mind to something. Honestly, anything is possible in this world. You know, like even with my business fit method, I had this business plan. I wrote it out. I had a 10-page business plan. I had it set out. I was like, okay, how am I going to make this into something tangible? How am I going to create this? Now, here's the idea on paper. Well, how am I going to actually make this into something real? And you don't give up. You make it happen, you know. So nothing, even though there are some hardships and we create our own obstacles, nothing is impossible, you know, in a realistic way. I'm not going to fly to the moon tomorrow. Yes, of course. being realistic, I could open up a business, so – Absolutely. And I love hearing that. So with that being said, we do need to take a quick little break. Let's go ahead and do that. Keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Game. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Tune in to Dinosaur Detectives with Little Miss Dinosaur, Anna Dubois. 
we'll not only learn about dinosaurs, but also about fossils, ancient civilizations, and ask questions from paleontologists. You'll learn about science in general with an emphasis on paleontology and dinosaurs in general. Anna hopes that this show will start or increase your awareness and interest in the field of science. Dinosaur Detectives can be heard every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, back with Felicia Ramiro. So we had a great first segment talking to Felicia, just truly about her start and her fitness journey. And we kind of ended on the note of some of her experience in fitness competitions, which I just find so interesting because, again, she brings that whole new level of experience to the game. And, Felicia, on this segment, I kind of want to focus on Fit Method. Mm -hmm. So talking about how you started that, the process that it took to really establish your gym, and now kind of what you're currently doing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So um, fit method is truly my method. Like what helped me now to give you a backstory. I had some issues with my health, um, my body weight, my self image. I was really depressed and anxiety ridden for actually a couple years. I really suffered from from that. And I definitely it's not something that I would even wish on my worst enemy is like to feel that fear and anxiety every day, you know, and a lot of it had to do with my health. My thyroid was off, adrenals were off, and I I had to really come to to terms with what caused this. So it was years of just self-deprivation and years of extreme behaviors of over-exercise, something that I don't promote now, and that's what Fit Method is all about. That's how it came to be. Now, I've been in the fitness industry quite a while, and I had to really think, okay, well, what is going to be lucrative and what is going to be me, what what I'm comfortable promoting because I only promote things that I'm truly passionate about. And with Fit Method, it's a variety of everything that I'm passionate about. Um, Spinning, which I loved, helped get me back into shape. Yoga, you have to kind of slow it down and be with yourself and the stretching and really helps your thyroid and and some of the hormonal things that were going on with me. Um, High intensity interval training, body weight training. I don't do any machines anymore. I'm all about functional athletic shape versus like overly muscular shapes. I just, I want to be able to use my body for the rest of my life. So for me, I was all about being athletic, being able to be functional, um, high intensity training that really helps to kind of... um, you know, battle fat. So it's more for fat loss versus weight loss. I could care less what I weigh, but I really wanted to get lean and toned and shapely. So that's what Fit Method is all about. And again, the whole notion of loving yourself from the inside out. So teaching these people, men and women, um, to focus on internal motivation versus external motivation, meaning, hey, I want a six pack, which we all want this awesome stomach. But what about if you get that stomach and you're lean and you're in amazing shape, but it's not good enough? You're like, oh, I want more and more. Kind of like when we when we want when we get some money and we you know let's say we're doing really well and we want more and more. It's like that that you know, I guess I don't want to say greedy, but we're never happy. Yeah, you have this burning desire. Yeah, and so if we are focused on our internal motivation and what makes us happy from the inside, we're we're going to be happy no matter what. So we can get to our goal as far as that external motivation. So that's what we really try to teach at Fit Method as well is loving yourself from the inside out and working hard in the process. So, yeah. And so the business plan came to be I used to own another gym. And, you know, I just wanted to move on. I, I wanted to kind of do my own thing. So I sold that a couple years ago. And and then I wrote my business plan and sat on it for a year till it could become a reality, you know. And, and I just never gave up. I persevered. And it was something that I wanted so badly. And I made sure that I could make it happen. I think yeah. that's so wonderful. And, and I love the fit method because mm-hmm. I've also gotten to experience. But I just see as well as in other people – how great it's affecting them. And what you said is so important to me because I know as somebody who, again, isn't so indulged in fitness, so Mm -hmm. I had to learn from someone and Mm -hmm. somewhere, that you really need to feel good within. Mm -hmm. It's not just all about the looks because Mm -hmm. you could look great. You could look fantastic and maybe you'll have that Mm six-pack, but if you're not taking care of what's inside of you, then it's it's not good enough at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. I've met so many women and seen so many people who are like, 
complaining about things or see themselves in a negative view or I need to work on this and I need to do this. And when I see them or when everyone else sees them, they're beautiful and they're, you know, what I would see is like they're perfect, you know, but they don't really see it or feel it. So it's one of those things like, wow, okay, if they're that hard of themselves, they're never going to be happy with the external because I think they look great and everyone else might think they look great. So that's why the internal has to be, it has to be the leader. It has to, you have to focus on that because you're never going to be happy physically if you're not happy from with from within. Mm-hmm. And it's also just a matter of your health too. Like you oh, have absolutely. to keep that into consideration. Mm-hmm. I know you said so many people have possibly turned to like over dieting and maybe that's not mm-hmm. the exact answer. Maybe you just need to uh, change something within your training routine. Mm-hmm. There are different methods instead right. of, you know, harming your right. internal well-being. Right. And I've seen, and I was one of them, many people who looked healthy from the outside but were completely unhealthy from the end. So, yeah, it has to be that balance for sure. Absolutely. And speaking of balance, um, tell us about, you know, like diet in relation to training because mm-hmm. diet doesn't have to be such a big sacrifice, I guess, mm-hmm. or as scary as people see it. Um I'm definitely, I used to be one of those people that I was like, ah, junk food, fast right. food all the time. Right. But then it's all about control and mm-hmm. proportions. Like it's not saying that you have to get rid of all of it. Mm-hmm. Like you can have a cheat day once in a while, mm-hmm. but it's it's more so just like proportion and, and eating good things and putting things mm-hmm. in your body, things that are natural. Oh, absolutely. I'm a firm believer in eating nutrient-dense foods, so getting more bang for your buck. Um, I don't believe in omitting whole food groups because it's just not healthy for us unless you have some sort of food allergy. So if you're lactose intolerant, you can't eat dairy, okay, so that food group is gone. But um, I'm all about eating a variety of foods and sticking to what works for you because what works for me may not work for you, you know. So I try to stick to the things that I like and I always work with members and clients on what they like and follow a meal plan that is suitable for them. So it's just one of those things where um, you gotta be you gotta be healthy about it. You have to be balanced, and you have to. And I'm a firm believer in, in also if you do have something that maybe you think would be off your diet, like you said, a cheat meal, you have to enjoy it. You can't eat that cheat meal and then feel completely guilty about it because who wants to live that way? You have a burger and then you spend three days like, why did I eat that burger? Like guilt tripping over it. <laughs> who wants to live that way? I don't want to live in guilt. Like I want to enjoy my burger and I want to eat it. And I'm like, okay, I, I'm good. And then the next day I get back on track again. So another part of the balance is enjoying making a choice and being okay with that choice. You know. So yeah, so again, do not omit whole food groups. Eat a variety of food. Um, eat nutrient-dense foods. So, again, things that are filled with antioxidants, things that are good for your insides, things that are going to help you function better. You know, when we eat an excess amount of sugar, it reduces our efficiency. It makes us sluggish. It makes our head foggy. We don't want to live like that. When you're working and you're doing things in the day, we want our body as efficient and proficient as it can be. So you want to make sure that you fuel it with good things. Absolutely. And also to note, I've heard the saying that we shouldn't really pay attention to the number on a scale Mm -mm. because you can look great, but when you're gaining muscle, you're going to gain weight, but that's healthy though. Yes. I, I have literally, I've, and this is when I told myself that I can't focus on weight anymore Mm -hmm. because I could be feeling amazing. Okay. Like, oh my gosh, I feel so great. These jeans fit great. And then I go to the doctor step on the scale. I have been to the doctors before where I stepped on one of those little you know, the medical scale. Yes. And I was like, that's how much I weigh. And I've had breakdowns where the nurses have been like, what is wrong with this girl? You know, <laughs> like, what is wrong with me? I can't believe that I let this number affect me that badly. And there's so many women who f- fixate on this number and it takes over their life. I tell women, unless you're in an unhealthy situation where you're overweight, obese, and you need to lose some weight and you have to monitor that, that's one thing. But if you're just an everyday woman, you know, trying to tone up, trying to lose weight, do not focus on the number. It will just tear you apart. You know, focus on your health, focus on eating nutrient-dense foods, focus on how your clothes fit because we all, you know, know how our bodies feel. We put on a pair of jeans, you're like, oh, these are getting a bit looser, but you may not be dropping on the scale and that's okay. I'm all about your body fat. I want us to, you know, drop our body fat. You know, the biggest concern for most women and men are the, is the tummy fat because <clears throat> it controls our insulin, has a direct relation to heart disease, things like that. So again, watch your tummy, watch the food and do not weigh yourself.
Mm-hmm. It's just so true because, like you said, it's people fixate on it and they just let it take over themselves. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, hmm, we kind of have to step back, look at the situation, and say that it's just a number. Exactly. Just a number. It doesn't define who we are by any means. Yes, absolutely. And what would you say would be your biggest piece of advice uh, as, as far as exercise goes? Biggest piece of advice as far as exercise, I would say, now everyone's different. Find something that you're going to stick with, okay? Something that you love, that you are you enjoy doing, whether it be yoga, whether it be running, whether it be weights. Find something that you like and stick to it. Consistency is key. The only way we're ever going to hit our goals is if we're consistent. So you can't go on this awesome health kick. You spend a couple weeks on it and then all of a sudden you're like, okay, and then you don't hit the gym for another three weeks because then you're going to like, you know, you're starting all over again. So consistency is key with any routine. Absolutely. And I love the fit method also because you can take it home. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I'm not saying I'm against gyms, but not everybody has the time to mm-hmm. go to a gym every single day. But mm-hmm. hey, your home is a gym. Right. You have stuff lying around. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm honest. I've used like water jugs as weights before right. when I could when I didn't have any See, at that's one amazing. point. Yeah. It just works. But I have yeah. them now. But just yeah. saying uh-huh. that if you need to find something, canned goods and mm-hmm. and water yeah. jugs work really great. Oh, totally. You can take <laughs> the fit method anywhere. And again, like you said, some people don't have time to go to the gym. Some people don't have the money or the finances for Very the gym. True. And that is okay. If you have a big room, if you have your backyard, that's all you need. You know, you go to the park, you use the benches. Um, it's The possibilities are endless. You just got to be motivated to do it. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Well, with that being said, we do have some more questions for you. But let's go ahead and take a quick little break. Keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Game. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon Appetit! Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back, everybody, to the Fame Game. We're back with Felicia, of course. We're having such great conversations about all things health and fitness related. And I just think Felicia is just so inspiring with with her purpose and truly what she's doing for others. And Felicia, I wanted to kind of take a moment, um, this segment in specific, to talk about yourself as a keynote speaker Mm -hmm. and as a motivational speaker. I think that's so great that you're able to kind of translate your journey to other people and help inspire them in whatever goals that they have. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, it was a funny story when it comes to motivational speaking because I knew I always wanted to speak in front of others. I had something to say and I wanted, I just didn't know how to like get it out. I didn't know 
how to become a motivational speaker. So it's kind of a funny story. And I don't know if you believe in, in, in the whole notion of what you put out in the universe, you get back, mm-hmm. whether it be um, positive energy or um, thoughts or when thoughts become things, you know, like you might imagine yourself on stage and, and winning, you know, or something like that. And you think about it and you think about it, not saying that it can happen, but you're putting that positive energy out. So I wanted to be a speaker and I didn't know how to do it. So I remember I was writing for um, a magazine called Latino Perspectives Magazine. It's a local magazine. And I did an article for them about fitness. And at the end of it, they're like, okay, well, what do you want your handle to be? And I was like, okay, Felicia Romero, um, fitness trainer, da 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 da. And I was like, you know what? Throw on their motivational speaker, you know, because <laughs> I wasn't really a motivational speaker. Yes. But being in fitness and talking, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm motivational. So I threw it on there and the magazine got printed. So after the, the article came out, I would say it was probably about a month after I got a phone call from a principal of a high school. No, it was a junior high. And he said, hey, Felicia, I read your article in Latino Perspectives magazine, and I'm the principal of um, – it was a, a junior high in Casa Grande. Um, and he said, I really want you to come out and talk to our students about what you're passionate about and following your purpose because a lot of these kids um, come from a single, you know, a lower socioeconomic school. Um, you know, they're a little bit not as – efficient when it comes to, you know, proper guidance, um, whether it's single parent, kind of a poor situation. But we want you to come talk to these kids because we feel like you can relate. I said, absolutely. I said, um, like, how much do you charge? I was like, oh, my God. I don't know. I was like, <laughs> I was like totally caught off guard because I wasn't expecting it, even though it's what I put out there. So I remember calling my mom. I was like, mom, oh, my gosh, a school called me and they want me to come out. I don't know if I'm going to be talking with others or if it's just – I mean, I don't know. I was assuming that there were going to be other people there, other speakers. So um, set the date and came out and I was sitting there waiting to go on and – I'm like, okay, so are, you know, are other people talking with me? They're like, nope, the whole assembly is just for you. I'm oh, like, wow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I had two assemblies, 45 minutes long. I, I spoke to all the, the boys and then all the girls first. And, um, and I spoke to these kids about following their passion. I spoke from the heart. I spoke from personal experience, what I've gone through. Um, and it was probably the most exhilarating thing I've ever done. It, it was sort of set the the – bar as far as or this in motion for me to kind of speak. So from that moment, and it was a very, very moving um, motivational speech when I talked to these kids, it was truly inspiring. And I still keep in touch with some of these kids and it was amazing. But since then, I've had this, you know, um, chance to speak at over gosh, at least three dozen high schools since then. Um, I spoke at the Cesar Chavez Foundation dinner to, and I was the keynote for that, um, speaking to the scholarship winners for the Cesar Chavez Foundation scholarship. Um, I launched my DVD in the Philippines, speaking to over 50,000 people um, about health and fitness. So, and then being a youth ambassador for two years here in Arizona, um, it's, it sort of set the standard. And, and it was one of those things, a story of where I just kind of threw it out there. I want to do this. How is it going to happen? And then all of a sudden, an opportunity opened and it happened. And I can't even tell you that truly, it's one of those things too, you walk off stage, you sort of have, they call it a speaker's high. So at that moment after speaking, you feel like you can do anything. It's just like this amazing feeling of just empowerment and motivation. And it's just, it's awesome. And I never wanted to stop doing it. I was like, oh my gosh, I want to do this again. Even though I was scared. Trust me, I have moments on stage, my palms are sweating. I don't, I don't drink alcohol. Mm-hmm. But I remember I was at the Cesar Chavez Foundation dinner. So it was a dinner, black tie event. Everyone's dressed up. And I always take my mom with me, kind of like you. I bring my yes. mom everywhere with me. So I'm like, Mom, you got to come to this dinner with me. And I'm so nervous. And I'm speaking to all these scholarship winners. And I have to dress up. Like, I was just so nervous. <laughs> so I was sitting there. And the governor was there. Oh, wow. OK. So she's like a no couple. No pressure. She's like a couple of tables down. I was like, oh, my gosh. The governor's here. Like, I'm so scared. My mom's like, I think you should order a drink. I was like, what? No. Like, I was like, because she's like, it'll calm me down. It'll be OK. Um, but I'm not, an, I'm not, I don't drink at all. But that's how nervous I get. My palms get really sweaty. But once I get up there. I usually kind of like um, break the ice a little bit with something funny. So I try to say something witty or funny or whatever. And then I that makes me feel a little bit more comfortable and then I can get on with my speech. But, but yeah, no, I love it. And again, thoughts become things. You want to do something. You want to be something. You have a goal. 
put it on paper, put it out there in the universe, put it on paper, you know, keep it somewhere near you, write, you know, you, you've heard of people write things on their mirrors in the morning, like things that they want or goals that they, they have. Look at it every single day and believe in it because it'll happen. So I'm a firm believer in that. I mean, I've had so many like crazy stories of things like that happening to me. So yes, I believe that it is so true. It's, it's kind of like a visual thing. Like you're just like pumping yourself up for it. Like you said, you don't know if it'll happen, but at least you visualize it. And if it actually does happen, hey, mm-hmm. more power to you. Absolutely. But I think that's so cool that you were able to, you know, come into the situation, like you said, the way that you did, because not everybody does that. And not everybody has the confidence um, or the guts to do that even just right. kind of be like, yeah, I'm a motivational speaker. And then, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then go into it. But that's so great that it worked out for you. And since then, you've been so successful with motivational speaking, especially with the Philippines. That's such a big accomplishment, I'm Mm -hmm. sure, for yourself. And I remember you telling me, um, I think it was one of our first fitness sessions together, you said, it's great that you're you're speaking at such a young age because you said that at one point that you were nervous about speaking. Mm -hmm. And I was so shocked because you're a very confident person and so many people see people like that, Mm -hmm. though, that exhibit themselves in that way and have experience in public speaking. But really, again, it all comes down to like, you started somewhere, we still get nervous. Right, right. And you said it yourself. It's like, yeah, you got to start somewhere, you know. Even I get members that come in that are so nervous to start a workout regimen because they feel like they're not going to be strong enough, that they're not going to be able to finish the workout, that they're going to get sick. I was like, hey. You got to just do it. You got to start somewhere. Not that you got to go crazy, you know, extreme, <laughs> but just move your body and mm-hmm. you'll get stronger and stronger and stronger. So, yeah, I'm it's I totally agree with you. And it's a good thing to point out too because I think it's just human nature for ourselves to compare to to one another. Totally. But like you said, it, it doesn't matter what somebody else is doing. You'll eventually get mm-hmm. there, but you have to work yourself up. I mean, even our sense, like very first, I got sick and I uh-huh. was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm getting sick. But that that's just how it happens is because you're getting into the swing of things and, mm-hmm. and you kind of got to get your body just used to it mm-hmm. and in a habit, essentially. Because right. it doesn't it doesn't just start right away and you can, you know, Mm-mm. pick out huge weights mm-hmm. and do all this like high intensity interval stuff and mm-hmm. it's you gotta that's work why consistency up. is key mm-hmm. you gotta be consistent with it you can't you know be totally committed to something for a week and then fall off for two weeks and then get back into it and then fall off you have to be consistent with it that's the only way you're ever going to make progress very much so and so i guess with that being said uh what else is next for you well, I would love to open up more fit methods, which is going to happen. So probably within the next couple of years, looking to open up another four or five. Um, I would love to branch out out of Arizona. Um, right now with the first fit method, it's basically testing the system, testing the plan, making sure that it's scalable, making sure that members love it, getting feedback, seeing how it runs, working out the kinks of running a business so that on the second, third, fourth, fifth, it's like... I don't want to say easy peasy because running a business never is easy, but it you already worked out all of the indifferences that you had in the first one so that all of the rest will be that much better. So that's my plan. I would love to just continue to motivate, inspire, um, speak at public events and just really make I, – I want everyone to experience Fit Method. So that's why I want to open them up everywhere. <laughs> Very much so. And you started doing YouTube videos mm-hmm. as well. I think that's so cool. Tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about that because I feel like that's yeah. just another way for others in the public to connect with you no yeah. matter where they are in the world. Right. Hey, you're right there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I am all about transparency. I have literally cried on videos. Okay. So – in the moment where I'm not like forcing myself to cry. I'm literally feeling something at that moment and I cry. And it's like everyone's experienced something, um, whether it be heartache from a relationship or um, extreme, you know, the, the, even the, the way we feel about ourselves and not being happy and, and being depressed and anxiety ridden. It's like, you know, we all start somewhere. We all have to put it out there. The more you talk about it, and the more that, like even for me, the more transparent I am, I get all of these amazing messages from people telling them that, hey, I feel what you're saying because I go through the same thing. And thank you because now I know I'm not alone and you're motivating me to be that much better or to do this or to follow through. And gosh, again, 
I, that's how I know I'm living my purpose is because I motivate and inspire others. And just by being honest, just by being transparent and letting them know that, hey, no one's perfect. We all have these issues, but the key is to get up every single morning, be happy and not just say you're happy, but actually feel happiness in your heart. And um, there's something to be said for that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I love doing the videos. Yes. And, and as a trainer, too, I'm sure it, with you working with so many clients, you have to be relatable in a sense. So they Absolutely. can, you know, just know that they're in good hands. Oh, totally. Absolutely. I totally agree that you're person and you're human, you know, so right. For sure. Well, with that being said, it's time for another break. Keep it right here. You're listening to The Fame Game. They say you can't change the weather, but we already have. And if we've changed it for the worse, let's change it for the better. Tune in to The Climate Opportunity, a two-hour special hosted by Beth Green and Dr. Grant Dean. Expert guests, Professor Scott Denning, Chef Laura Steck, video journalist Peter Sinclair, and Kelsey Wirth of Women Out Front will share how we can improve our lives while improving our weather. Listen on Inside Out Radio, Tuesday, November 11th, starting at 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Presented by Inside Out Radio and Voice America. Our voices need to be heard. Tune in every week for Women Investing in Women and Girls. This is a groundbreaking program that spotlights global issues from the perspectives of young women and teens. Our program is aimed at young listeners in general, including young men who wish to be engaged in our global dialogues. Come join us every Friday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time for Women Investing in Women and Girls. And follow the global economic revolution on the Voice America Kids channel. Looking for a show about your favorite movies, stars, and DVD releases? Get ready for Kids First Coming Attractions on Voice America Kids channel. Your hosts, the Kids First film critics, preview all the latest movies before they're released interview stars on the red carpet, and share their reviews with you so you can make informed decisions about what you select to see. Our reporters, ages 7 to 16, will bring you a kid's perspective on these films. Kids First Coming Attractions is heard every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Kids. The Voice America Live Events page is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. You're tuned in to Maddie Rose and the Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, let's get back to our show. Welcome back to the Fame Game. I'm Maddie Rose, back with Felicia. So we've talked about so many great things in this episode, and I'm so glad that we got the chance to really cover everything from Felicia's background to what she's working with Fit Method now and how you yourself can get involved with the Fit Method because, like you said, you can bring it home, you can bring it anywhere. It is just totally usable and universal. Mm -hmm. And, Felicia, now we're going to talk a little bit about kind of my training with you and my experience with that because, I do have goals and I am competing in a pageant, which is a little bit different from, you know, the everyday type of working out regimen. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think it would be great to kind of bring people into that and take a look into what we're working on. Right, right. So, yes. So when I first met you, you know, you're in great shape, great foundation, but you have to get on stage in the swimsuit and then you have the formal wear and all of this. We have to make sure that we are tight in all the right places. So (laughs) so our main goal and for anyone out there that's listening, it's it's really a about a tight tummy and a tight tush, okay? So tummy and tush, we have to make sure that we're lean so that when we're in our swimsuit that we have this very just, it's an attainable body. It's not anything that's intimidating or scary, but it's like a very um, t- 
tone and feminine physique. And that's what I really try to create for you. Now, you always, you're, you have a very tiny waist, you know, but we just had to make sure that it was very svelte and looked a certain way in a swimsuit. Our other main goal was your glutes. Now, the infamous bands that we use. I love them. Yeah, almost every <laughs> session. Now, I have Maddie doing the most intense band work. Um, the bands that we use are very extra heavy, too, so they don't, they're don't. they super tight. So that when we do um, like a side lunge with the bands around our ankles or um, backwards, you know, walking backwards in them, really, really targeting our backside. So, again, using that sort of resistance versus like heavy, heavy resistance is going to be different because our our shape's going to be different. We're adding really, you know, nice feminine solid shape for what she's doing. Now, again, with whatever you're training for, whether it be a fitness competition, a pageant, or just wanting to look great on the beach, you have to make sure you're training for your goals. So, you know, Maddie had certain goals and with that, we had to make sure we were training a certain way. And so I knew that the way that I trained and the method that I trained was perfect for how she wanted to look. So we do a lot of band work. We do a lot of lunges. Now, lunges are the ultimate body sculptor for the lower body, um, adding nice, like, athletic shape so that, you know, when you're on stage, you just don't look thin. You actually look shapely and athletic and lean. So that was kind of what we were trying to build for her. Absolutely. And and I agree with the fact that we are going for that athletic Mm -hmm. body Mm -hmm. because my main concern always in working out, which I expressed to you in the beginning Mm -hmm. and things that I've experienced in the past, I don't want to look too thin because, you know, that may be carried across as somebody else like, wow, she's, she looks great, but she's really skinny, you know, and I am a small small person already so yeah that um, was our main goal mm -hmm. like i know so with with having to be subjective about our bodies and this comes in fitness competitions too but specifically with yours um we had to be subjective with our body and we had to be constructive and look at what we needed to work on so looking at your past pageants and what we needed to 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 work on is like okay we don't want to be too thin you're already like you said a very petite person very small frame so how are we going to take that frame and make it a little bit curvier, a little bit more athletic, but a realistic athletic. Okay. So working with the time that we had, I thought band work was going to be amazing for you. Our lower bodies that we do, we do a lot of TRX. So TRX is awesome because we're still working on our core as well, which is so important for you because for you, posture is extremely important. So for pageants and girls that compete in pageants, you have to carry yourself in a certain way. You have to have that strong core and shoulders back and and hold yourself in that certain position, which what you do always. So with the TRX and with the type of training we were focused on, you were constantly getting that sort of training. So everything that we did, whether it be bands, whether it be the type of lower body that we did, because we were trying to create a little bit of booty back there yes. for you in your swimsuit you have and, <laughs> and your core constantly being worked. So every session we did core work from planks to pikes to knee drives to straight ab work like crunches because um, core and abs are a little bit different. Um, so abs are the muscles that we see, you know, external muscles that we see on our tummy where core is going to help overall posture. So I'm a firm believer in having a super strong core and making sure that we keep it keep everything super tight. So again, our training sessions were always focused on that. Definitely. And I loved how our training sessions are truly like that full body workout because right. we're targeting all of the places that we we need to. We do focus a little bit more on legs and our glutes because yes, that's a, a little area that I, I need to put some extra focus on. But Overall, all together, like you said, we're targeting all the areas that Mm -hmm. we need to. We're putting in enough time to where, you know, everything is being taken care of and we're toning up the way that it needs to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you have come such a long way from the very first time where you got a little sick to now you can handle like back-to-back supersets of exercises. Like you've come such a long way and your body looks amazing. So I know you're just going to rock the swimsuit round and you're going to do amazing no matter what. Oh, well, thank you. And, And I love what you said too about like, the athletic frame Mm -hmm. and and really trying to achieve that because even though some people have a stigma about these competitions and pageants in general it's not a skinny competition Mm -mm. look at some of the other winners that have won it's Mm -hmm. not it's Mm -hmm. about being confident Mm -hmm. in your body when you go on stage and you just say you know I worked for this Mm -hmm. and and I'm happy with with the outcome and the results of it all and Mm -hmm. like you said it is again loving yourself and it's your own competition it's yourself (laughs) confidence goes a long way i like i said you can have the perfect body but if you don't present it and you're not confident about it it shows and you can maybe not have the greatest 
like shape, but you go out there and you rock that confidence. Gosh, we want to be around that. We want to be around someone like that. So confidence goes a long way. For sure. Mm -hmm. Well, I am so, so, so excited for this upcoming pageant and just everything that's going to be coming in the future. And I am so grateful that I have you as a trainer. So just thank you from the bottom of my heart for really, you know, being there for me um, in every aspect and just truly dedicating your time to helping me out. Right. Well, I'm just happy to like help you on this journey. I love seeing the outcome. Like this is what motivates me is to not only the journey, but to see that outcome and see you on stage and see you shine that is like super inspiring to me and that keeps me again knowing that I'm living my passion and my purpose so it's amazing and thank you for letting me you know be involved in your you know your your journey absolutely well I am for life committed to fit methods so I am so glad uh, that we definitely got to connect and do start this yeah, journey. Absolutely. So, yay. Exciting for what's to come in the future. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much, Felicia, for coming on my show. Yeah, thank you. I've had such a great time. Um, again, you're an amazing speaker. Thank I wish you. I knew half the things <laughs> I knew at, at my at your age that I did now, you know. So yeah. Oh, well, thank you. Well, for anybody that's interested in possibly training at your gym mm-hmm. or looking into some classes at Fit Method, how mm-hmm. can they get in contact with you? Well, you could just go to our website, F rfitmethod.com or even if you were to write Felicia Romero's Fit Method um, it takes you right to that website all the information's there I'm on all social media networks I'm very active online Um, all my handles are just at Felicia Romero or at frfitmethod on Instagram uh, Twitter and Facebook so I'm easily accessible like yours there's a million ways to get a hold of me so (laughs) yes so um but yeah check it out um go to the website we always have updates on there class schedule we have 12 classes a day that run all different types of classes like i said from spin to yoga to high intensity training we just added a new class cardio kickboxing so we have something for everybody Lovely. Well, I do highly encourage you to go check out Felicia Romero's Fit Method and get involved with that. No matter what your goals are, whether it's, again, just toning up, getting that beach body, even though I know it's starting to be fall, but (laughs) hey, who doesn't like that all year round? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Or you're training for a competition, please do check it out and tell Felicia that I sent you. (laughs) So, yes. Well, with that being said, that's the end of our show. Thank you so much for tuning into the Fame Game, and I will see you guys next week. Thank you again for listening to The Fame Game on the Voice America Kids channel. Be sure to join Maddie Rose again next week for another great show.